I thought the last one was here. <laughs> okay, so it's actually episode 14 now, after doing episode 13 a couple times, named different things. Maybe that'll be it. It'll be like episode 13 chapter, such as, such as, such as. But, right now, it is like, I w I've been waiting for this day. Everybody else around me have been pretending that the word snow is like a swear or something, and they're like, oh, don't say the S word. It's coming soon enough. <laughs> and I'm secretly in my head, I'm like, you guys, it's like the best thing ever when it snows. Why does everyone hate it so much? But... I read this story this week that was like, okay, I guess I understand. Because, like, there's, there was this children's storm, this children's blizzard, that basically wiped out a whole bunch of kids that went to school one January day, a long time ago. And they thought it was just, like, a nice enough day because it was, like, you know, just freezing level outside. It, it was, like, way colder right before that, but then it got warmer. So then they thought, let's just go to school. And then they're playing outside and they see this big storm and they're like, ah, it's like a black cloud like that's the blizzard cloud right so they all go inside and that like the the snow starts and anyways it's a miracle that anyone survived and so whenever i'm like you know the immigrant chinese lady that like my parents are immigrants and we're here doing our first christmases together kind of thing and and it's all like vacation style right like growing up you like celebrate the snow because back i guess back home there's none of that so like, you just celebrate getting to live in this place that's like this sought out vacation spot typically right by a lot of Asian people typically like people like save their whole lives just to go to Banff right like just to be able to experience snow and like have to wear like uh, a toque and gloves and, and scarf because it's such a novelty to feel so freezing cold right like so I guess some of that kind of DNA really positive optimistic perspective about snow has like been passed down to me because I've never really actually experienced the hardships of what it's like to have like family members die because of like the harshness of this kind of weather right so anyways I'm still me and I'm still kind of one of those people that are like but I still like it I just like it I like all the memories I've had making snowmen and like and and you know like doing flyers for like six years in the snow all weather and, and like and like you know like thinking that it's so cool that icicles develop underneath my eyebrows or like my hair freezes and I feel like this like crazy monster lady that like didn't have to use gel because my hair froze in the like the exact spot that it was right and it shouldn't have because with gravity it shouldn't stay that way, but it does because of the freezing snow. So anyways, it snowed. And it's been snowing for a couple days now. And it, like, I'm super delighted. Yes, it's kind of scary when you drive on it, but like once you get into this like sheltered space and then you get to just go out and have warm clothes that you just like keep putting in the dryer because it gets so wet and cold and then like wear it fresh again and go outside and like make snow stuff right? Like one of my favorite ideas about why I love snow so much is like when you live in a place that snows often enough, you don't have to worry about driving to a place that has like a beach, for example. Like that was my favorite thing. It's like you just walk outside and it's instant beach. Yes, you have to layer up and be warm and stuff, but like it's instant beach. And so you just get to make, you take all your sand toys and you like make stuff with it. Okay, I understand that maybe for people that don't have kids in their life anymore or don't really have a playful spirit might be like, okay, seriously though, snow is just like messy and dirty and like uh, a nuisance and annoying and all this kind of stuff. But like for me, 
It is so not. It is just so not. And so for the last little bit, I've been singing in the mornings. Like I like to sing to like welcome the sunrise up. And I've been singing all these hymns that I really like, right? And like a part of me has always been like, oh, I just can't wait till I get to like Christmas songs, right? Like I just can't wait. But there's always a part of me that's kind of timid, right? Because I always have that tiny insecurity place of me that's like, oh, I don't know. Like maybe I should really wait until at least it's snowing, right? Or at least this point until I like embrace that fully. I'm sure when I'm ultimate grandma style, I'm going to be like this one person I know that has Christmas decorations on all year long and it is literally the style of their home. Like they have decorated their house as if it's Christmas all year long. You know, everything's got Santa and everything and it's so not tacky. It is like super classy. And so I'm probably going to be one of those ladies one day because I do. I really do think it's like Christmas every day. I said it in this talk that I gave this weekend about baptism and it was like all about how I'm so glad to have this perspective that like I go to bed every night, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Mother are just like wrapping up my presents for me. Next day, put on these goggles and I'm going to search for them, right? I got a, got my infrared, like, celestial goggles on to be able to find these presents. But every so often, I forget to put on my goggles and I'm just, like, just mosey out of bed and I get super grumpy because I'm like, what in the world is all of this junk, right? <laughs> like, the whole day is junk, right? Whereas if I had my goggles on, right, which is basically doing those things like prayer, doing all the things that help me inhale deeply in the things that Jesus Christ died for me to be able to have an opportunity to do, right? So inhaling deeply through prayer or inhaling deeply through meditation and like really pondering on his gospel and what it really means to me. Inhaling deeply in the scriptures. Inhaling deeply when I get to go to the temple. Inhaling deeply in the art of living and in the art of living for Christ, right? In the art, like... Inhaling deeply in the art of learning what it actually means that charity never faileth, right? Like, every so often, I'm, like, tizzied out a little bit. Be like, oh, like, I didn't get in my scripture study. I didn't get in, like, four hours like I might have wanted to, right? But I really liked the way that one person said it. They're like, you have to realize that you living the gospel of Jesus Christ is a consecrated effort and sacrifice in itself already. And and then on top of that, you're like a mother too, right? So really like, yes, it's important to study scriptures. And like liter literally, Heavenly Father knows if you can't study scriptures as often as maybe missionaries can, right? Because they literally don't live with their investigators. They aren't responsible for their every single need and every single care. Like they set up appointments with investigators to meet them like for like one hour at a time. But they are not responsible for their every waking need of their investigators, right? And it's not all on them, right? Like, so, so it's different. It's just different, right? So anyways, I'm super happy because it's Christmas time soon, right? I know it's not even Halloween yet, but I'm, I'm done. I'm like, I'm done waiting. The snow has arrived. It's Christmas. So it's going to be Christmas from now until Christmas. And so I love this song. It's called With Wondering Awe. If you have a hymn book, the green one, it's 210. So it goes like this. With wondering awe, the wise men saw the star in heaven springing. And with delight and peaceful night, they heard the angels singing. Hosanna, 
So I, the reason why I kind of like funny it at the end is because that was the rendition or like the like different arrangement that they had when I used to go to institute choir. So when I was 18, right before I turned 18 or something, I was talking with one of my favorite people, like like in my ward, right? Like in the congregation that I would meet with every Sunday. And that this family just took such good care of me. So I was talking with the mom. I was like, so what would you do if you had a year off? You know, if you got to do 18 all over again, what would you have done? And she's like, you know what? I would have actually paid way more attention to Institute. And I would have just actually gone to classes. And I probably would have actually graduated from Institute, right? Because you get a diploma or something after so many hours of classes. And then I was like, you know what? I'm totally going to do that. I'm taking a year off. I might as well do as many Institute classes as I can. And one of them was Institute Choir. And... And so you meet like every Wednesday and you sing for like two hours straight and then you have this like Christmas performance or like you have a spring performance like if you do it like the second semester. And I just did as much of it as possible. And this was one of them that was like, and, and then at the end it was all that like funky business and I was just like, I can't believe I get to be a part of this choir that does this arrangement because I just love it. Okay, so the next verse. By light of star they travel far to seek the lowly manger. A humble bed wherein was laid the wondrous little stranger. Hosanna, Hosanna. I can't do it! <laughs> okay, so I just had like peanut butter chunky monkey. It's not probably the best thing for me to have like a clear voice, but it was so tasty. So I'm going to try it again. The wondrous little stranger, Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna to his name. Okay, and also my secret ingredient every time I sing is always like lemon water. I love drinking lemon water. It just clears out my system and I just love the way my voice feels when I've drank in like a good liter of lemon water, right? But I just drink like a good liter of peanut butter. So I'm like, you get the peanut butter version of this beautiful song. Okay. And still is found the world around the old and hallowed story. And still is sung in every tongue the angel song of glory. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna to his name. Okay, and seriously, when I was in this choir, I was always like second alto, right? And so I really don't know how to sing this song very well, right? Like, I don't really know if I'm singing soprano or alto or like making my own version of soprano or like alt-rano, right? So it's like, okay, whatever. I just love it so much. The heavenly star, its rays afar on every land is throwing and shall not cease till holy peace in all the earth is growing. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna to his name. Okay, I love that.
love that song. I'm going to do another podcast and do this song justice after I do the lemon water. But today, this is the best that I got because it's the best that I got. <laughs>